Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. We literally could start every show this time of year with upsets in college basketball. We'll get to that and set the table for another huge Auburn basketball game at home tonight, coming up a little bit later on in this segment. But a lot of college football to get to today uh, throughout the show, including our man Josh Pate, who will join us at 10 a.m. Central Time to start our hour number two. Aaron Estrada, Alabama player, guard, will be on the show live with us starting hour three at 11 a.m. Central. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, Rockstar, uh, Forrester, Lunsford, Tyler, E.G., Taylor, everyone, including Reed and Kelsey, everybody here today rocking and rolling, ready to go live today. Uh, college football discussion yesterday, ESPN dropped their um, – um, way too early top 25 again this after everything that happened with Alabama and the transfer portal you know the the first time it came out was after Nick Saban's retirement and they didn't drop that much boy they dropped yeah let's take a look at it LT uh Rockstar let's uh, let's look at the top 10 who's number one number one oh we know that logo that's the Georgia Bulldogs sliding in there at number one Number two, usually you get Alabama right here. Let's see who's next. Oh, there's Ohio State. Uh, that's the right call, I think. Yeah, there yep. is no surprise there yep. at all. Yep. No uh, surprise I'm good there. so far. Okay, number three, is this where we get Alabama? Nope, there's Oregon. Yeah, you got to win a big game to be at number three. Yeah, it feels a bit high for yeah, Oregon. Very high. Yeah. Dylan Gabriel is there. Oh, and he is. And yeah. I mean, but, but is Dylan Gabriel, as much as I like him, and nope. I like him more than Bo Nix, he's, he's not an upgrade. Yeah, I don't think he's an upgrade no, either. At best, he's... Yeah, I mean, if he can put up Bo's numbers, that yeah. would be incredible. So SEC, Big Ten, Big Ten, feels like another SEC team. Is this Alabama? Oh, it is an SEC team, but it's That's Texas. True, yeah, yeah I, again, I would say Texas has got to win a big game to get there. They were able to get there without winning a big game this year. Um, but, I mean, that feels about right. Yeah. I think they've yeah. got the talent to be in the top four. Yeah. I, do I think they're going to do anything special? Probably not. Good roster. Okay, five has to be Alabama then. Here's here's Alabama. Notre Dame in the way too early. Uh, I don't know about this. Now this seems it like such a reach. Quite high. Yeah, for Notre very Dame. high. Yeah. Um, I thought the ten wins were kind of a sneaky ten win team this year, and they have downgraded at quarterback. I like Riley Leonard, but he's not Sam Hartman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number six. Then here's Alabama that slides in now at Rockstar. Well, speaking of way too yeah, high, I mean, I mean Ole Miss. Yeah, who's doing way this? Too early? Who's doing this? this is, is it all their I'm going to say this is Heather Dennich and Kimberly Martin put this together. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it is. I mean, Ole Miss, There's again, they've got to win a big game to get yeah. to number six. I'm <laughs> almost willing to say I'll give you the testicle of lances that I own if <laughs> Ole Miss finishes sixth or better. Uh, six or better. You can, you can put it in a vice if they finish yeah. six or better. Yeah. The left one? <laughs> uh, you can put both. You can yeah. go casino on me till my eyes pop out. Yeah. This We're, ain't happening with Ole Miss. Uh, feels like it's time for another Big Ten team, but maybe another SEC team. Maybe this is Alabama's 
It's another SEC oh. team, but it's Missouri. Uh, who did again? Yeah. Answer my question. Who did? I told ESPN you who, did who wrote the story. Who put the way too early? It's got to be Heather Dennis. Usually, it's uh, Schleyball, isn't it? Yeah, Schleyball's doing like more investigative. It stuff is Schleyball. It is Schleyball. I don't, I don't think it is. is well, it? I'm yeah, getting a thumbs is. up from Lunsford back here, who's says Mark Schleyball. Yeah, really? Schleyball. I mean, he's covering golf now. Like, yeah, he's, I, I mean, not, I, he doesn't have time to do this. You can have Alabama wherever you've got him. I don't care. But Ole Miss and Missouri are way. Schleyball's got to press his khakis. Yeah, six here, and seven. Here comes. I mean, Alabama's surely fifth in the SEC. Oh, there's Penn State. There's another Penn State. I mean. They, didn't, they win big games all the time, uh, right? Yeah. James Franklin, uh, number nine, number nine. Uh, Alabama's not in the top. Oh, there they are, number nine. Give me ten just to finish this, uh, this, this, uh, this exercise out. There's Utah, which is a Big 12 team now, right? Fine. Fine. <laughs> Where's really? the uh, defending champion? <laughs> uh, Michigan? Uh, Michigan's yeah. not in there, right? Yeah, so, right. That's, that's a great point. point. You know, I think this is going to be trendish. Instead of trendy, when yeah. it comes to the 2024 season, I think there's going to be a lot of writers that have been waiting for this moment when Nick Saban leaves, and they are going to pounce. And this is almost like we're going to rub Alabama's face in it. Like, Alabama might end up being really good, but because we don't know this yet, we're going to put them where they've never been before. Um, or where they haven't been in 17 years. But to Rockstar's point, you got a top 10, and neither of the participants in the national championship game are in Chile Bowl's top 10. That's pretty wild to think about. Yeah. So uh, of all the rankings there, Alabama's the highest rated team with a coaching change. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hang, hang your head on well, that. One. I mean, Michigan and Washington change coaches too. Yeah, that's, that's the point. thing. Michigan Washington, there yeah. is so much attrition, not only when it comes to the coaches, but also yeah. those rosters. So to me, that's no surprise they're outside. But I think this is way too. Like is Forrester the, burning? Is he burning the top ten? Is that what he's doing? He well, is, Tuscaloosa's on fire. That's his Tuscaloosa's on fire graphic. Oh, look, is this, that they're down to number nine. Eli Drinkwitz. I mean, it was one of the incredible stories of college football, what Missouri was able to do this year. But to have them and Ole Miss in front of Alabama, you tell me the last time Missouri and Ole Miss beat Alabama. Well, they, they don't both get a chance this year. Missouri does. Um, I... Uh, I think Missouri, last time Ole Miss beat Alabama was 2015. Last uh, time Missouri beat Alabama, I'm going to go is 1975. Was it that like some random Liberty Bowl or something like that? No, yeah. I think it was a regular season game where um, they beat them in Columbia, and then Alabama came back and beat Nebraska the very no. next week or something. I mean, Georgia can't even beat Alabama. I, I've got no problem with Georgia being at the top there, Ohio State. Uh, then it becomes really, I mean, obviously this is all subjective, but I, I just don't understand the Oregon Ole Miss love. I just don't get it. And yeah. the Notre Dame love. Yeah, I think Oregon is too high, but I have no problem with Oregon being in the top six or seven. Ole Miss and Missouri, I've got a problem with the be, them being in the top six or seven. I think they're both too high. Yeah, and Penn State's too high. Notre Dame's too high. This is an absolute joke. And that's your ESPN way too early. They do say way too early right there, Lance. It's way too early um, to do this. We do it right after the national championship. And now that the portal has settled down, there you go. The ESPN way too early top 25 out yesterday. Day. And for those Alabama fans that uh, need to be calmed down a little bit, you can go to Disrupt the Media, Roll Tide Pods, dis, uh, not disrupt the process, disrupt media, respect the process. Chris Stewart, Kelly Hunter with a conversation about that yesterday. What is it? James Franklin can't beat top 10 teams, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, he's terrible against top 25s, but top 10s, it's just... But I'll tell you this, he's only probably going to catch one top 10 team all year, depending on how USC plays. In, so the, that, in the new Big Ten, he'll yeah. only get one top L- 10 listen, team? Yeah, listen to this uh, schedule. They open at West Virginia. They play Bowling Green. They got a bye week. They play Kent State. Uh, they play Illinois. They play UCLA. 
That's all those are at home. They're at USC October 12th. There's a chance USC could be in the top 10 by then. Great uniform game. That yeah, is a good uniform I mean, game. Possibly. I mean, I mean there's a chance. Yeah, a lot's yeah. going to de- depend on what happens in Las Vegas week one. I mean, if USC beats LSU, LSU. they're probably in the top 10 week yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, by week at Wisconsin, I don't see a scenario where Wisconsin makes their way into the top 10. That'd, that'd probably be hard not, to believe. No. I would take Wisconsin right now for whatever amount that they win the game straight up. At Whiskey? Yeah. You want to stake on that one? Wait, that Wisconsin beats Penn State yes. straight up. It's on the road now. It's at Camp Randall. And I get road team Penn State. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, you yes, can yes. have as much James Franklin as you want. I can't. Well, that defeats what I'm going to do next. But, okay. But right. I will take that state. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Penn State straight up on the road at Wisconsin. I feel like I'll be getting points here. Is that what you're telling me? That I think it'll be. It's I mean, close if, to it, a pick, right? if, yeah, if this thing opened right now, it would probably be a pick. You know, okay. the funny thing is you're probably going to get at worst, one lost Penn State in that game, maybe undefeated if they could beat USC at the Coliseum again. Now, is that before or after the Alabama game? Oh, it's after. It's oh, October 27th. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 it's well yeah. after the Alabama game. Um, Forrest, yeah. I don't know if you have that list of uh, NFL Combine invitees this year by teams. Just to continue to ride that horse yeah. of James Franklin has a lot of talent but doesn't do a lot with it. Here are your in, in the NFL, NFL Combine invites. Michigan, national champions, got 18. That's a record. Washington, runner-up, had 13, second most. Florida State, some thought should have been in the playoffs, had 12. Texas, in the playoffs, 11. Georgia, multiple-time national champion and still really good, 11. Alabama, in the playoffs, 10. Penn State, 10. All those double-digit teams were either in the playoffs, had a quarterback injury that kept them from the playoffs, had a great history of winning championships, and then there's Penn State with 10. After Wisconsin, they play Ohio State at home. That'll be their lone top-10 game, I think, because they finished with Washington at Purdue at Minnesota, Maryland. USC and Washington, I guess there's a path for them to get to the top-10. I just don't know that they will. So he's really only going to have the one top 10 game. To your point, Dunaway, this new Big Ten schedule, actually James Franklin kind of catches a break with it because he doesn't have to play both Ohio State and Michigan every year anymore. That's a 10-2 and two schedule for them. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'll back off Schleyball on that one. They're probably 10-2, and two, and that's about where they'd be ranked at 10-2. and two. You're saying Penn State? Yeah. Well, just to remind you, I just pulled this, um, and this article is on how bad James Franklin is against ranked teams. Uh, he is 3-17 and 17 against top 10 teams. Yeah, but I, I just gave you the schedule. He's only going to play one of them, probably. Andy says James Franklin is vanilla ice cream. Uh, Ryan says James Franklin literally only loses to Michigan and Ohio State every year. He doesn't lose uh, to bad teams. Nicholas says, hey, not bad for DeBoer at Washington to have the second most 13 NFL Combine invitees. That Washington team apparently was pretty talented, especially at that, what was it, receiver position. I, I, I see what, what Ryan's saying about Franklin. But again, if you're Penn State, you shouldn't lose to those teams every year, right? That's well, right. They've, they've lost to them every year, and that's the problem. And a lot of times, it's the only ranked teams that they play. Or it's certainly the only top 10 teams they play. I mean, I think that's our criticism of James Franklin is he just doesn't beat top 10 teams. And by the way... His record tells you that. I, we're not being subjective here. Lance, this is this is statistics. This is what he does against top 10 teams. He loses games. Yeah, and outside of top 10, he's lost three consecutive games to ranked 10s outside of the top 10. 
Royal Payne says Kiffin, though, is just like James Franklin, 3-20 and 20 or something like that against nine win or better teams. That is correct. Uh, yeah. So it's basically like Franklin. Yeah, again, and I guarantee if you pulled Dan Lanning, you would see the same thing with Dan Lanning. I mean, and probably Sark. These guys can't beat top-end teams. Kiffin's well, best. Sark has that win in Alabama. Yeah, Kiffin's. He does, yeah. I mean, they've all got. I mean, I say that about Lanning. I don't know if he's even got one, but uh, they've all got a couple. Kiffin's best win at Ole Miss was last year against LSU. I don't, I can't remember where LSU was ranked in that game, but that was his best win. I think maybe ranking wise, people would say it was Kentucky two years ago. Yeah. Well, what about they? Did they beat Penn State in a bowl well, game? Okay. Yeah, regular season they did well, beat Penn State in this past bowl game. Okay. I, you know how I feel. Uh, about Lane Kiffin is three and fifteen against top tens. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, to Lance's point, though, I think most coaches take. Go away, Kirby Smart, and now that Nick Saban's retired, and probably Dabo, probably most coaches you're going to find have a bad record against top 10 teams. Most of them. The yeah. vast majority do. So a little college football to get us started today. The show being brought to you from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios by our friends at Hemp Hill Services Today, LT, where you get the wide variety of 33-degree temperature overnight and a high of 66 today. Yeah, pretty amazing. 205-229-2090. Make sure that HVATIC unit ready to keep up with all this changing weather. Call Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys at Hemp Hill Services. Hard to stop a train. Make sure you tell them the next round sent you. 205-229-2090 or Hemp Hill Services. And we transition to our basketball conversation brought to you by our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Listen, early detection, so important, guys. We're talking about Urology Centers of Alabama that can help you with everything from prostate health to kidney stones and everything in between. All your urological needs, 35 urologists at 16 locations across Alabama. You'll find one near you, too. Just go online to schedule an appointment, Urology urologycentersalabama.com, urologycentersalabama.com. Stay healthy in 2024 with our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Bruce Pearl talking to, about tonight's game down on the Plains, uh, 7.30 SEC Network, number 11 South Carolina at number 13 Auburn. Uh, you had projected Auburn about eight, eight and a half as the favorite. Where'd that come in at mybookie.ag? Yeah, yeah I wanted to say that it was going to be a little higher, but I, it, but just saying it to myself, I was like, you know, there were six and a half against Alabama. It's going to be more. Alabama's an in-state rival. Uh, there is much more respect in Vegas given to Alabama right now than South Carolina. Um, and I started thinking, could it be double digits? I was like, it's not going to be that high. It came out 11 and a half. 11 Woo! and a half. Auburn against 21 and three. South Carolina, who is a darling right now with the national media, talking about what Lamar, Lamont Paris has done there. Uh, what's that number again? 11 and a half. 11 and a half tonight. Bruce Pearl, uh, is, is this quote for us, or is this exactly what he said? Is this from the Alabama week, or did he say this again? Uh, this, is, this, is, this sounds like what he said right before the Alabama game when Alabama got toasted down there. Here's Bruce Pearl again, this time in front of the South Carolina game. We've been talking all season long about being in position and being in position, and that's where we find ourselves in. Uh, if we want to win the championship, we have to beat South Carolina tomorrow. It's pretty simple. Um, already being a game behind them, two games behind them, which six then to go would be something they don't think we would be able to overcome. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a real challenge because they've only lost three games. Um, you know, and there's, uh, and there's obviously a reason for that. Now he said the exact same thing 
if we're gonna if we're gonna have a chance to win the regular season, we got to beat Alabama. He was correct in that, and, and he's correct in this. And they beat Alabama pretty yeah. handily at Neville. Here comes South Carolina. Uh, not the rivalry aspect, but sort of the same feel to how important this game is for Auburn. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt when you just look at the the standings right now in the SEC, if you want to win the regular season, you've got to win this game. I mean, two weeks ago, South Carolina, unranked. They've won seven consecutive games. Uh, This has just been really an incredible job that they've been able to – I mean, Lamont Paris, he's got to be your national coach of the year right now, right? Uh, I would think so. I don't know where else you would go for that. I mean, based on expectations, but we talked to Stephen Pearl yesterday yeah. and media had South Carolina 14 of 14. He said, we knew with these transfers coming in, they were going to be much better than that. But nobody expected South Carolina to be where they are. I mean, they win this game. They're going to be in the top 10 next week. Uh, let me see how it ends. I don't know when they vote uh, on this thing. Let me see how it ends. Cause, Probably uh, the end of the regular season. Who's coaching at Iowa State right now as a national uh, guy, because yeah. he's top ten Ken Palm in a very tough league. Iowa State is. Yeah, I just I and I don't know where they were picked in the Big Twelve. Iowa State, but yeah, I, there Lance, was there was expectation with Iowa yeah, State. To Lance's point, I know where South Carolina was picked. Okay, and, what about what about BYU? I mean, also now in the Big Twelve, um, you know, I I'm, think I'm they were expected to, to be a tournament team. They're though. a top twelve Ken yeah. Palm team. Uh, got another close win, but a win last night at home in the in the yeah. competitive. I think Lance is right. I think it's Lamont yeah, Paris. I, I He's going to be your SEC international. I don't know if there would be any other votes for anybody else yeah. right now. Well, that's right now. Now, now stack on. Let's say four losses in the final seven games. Yeah, which I think is going to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think South Carolina is going to fall apart. Yeah. Huh? Well, tonight. I mean, if they win, this would be kind of the barometer. I think everybody's unsure when it comes to South Carolina. If they go into Neville and give Auburn their first loss of the season on the road and after beating Tennessee on the road. I was about to say they got road wins at Tennessee and at Auburn. That's- yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how you could yeah. – I mean, like, then we were like, is South Carolina the best team in the SEC? Well, they, They've got a road win at Tennessee, which is hard to do. But they went into the week still 46 in the Ken Palm. Yeah. So the rest of their wins have not – you know, resonated with uh, the computers so yeah, far. Yeah, but where would they be in Ken Palm after a win tonight? That's what I'm saying. Like, no, no. I think the narrative completely changes on South Carolina if they're able to pull this off. I think and they it, get their doors blown yeah, off. Yeah, and their chances of winning tonight, in your opinion? Uh, <laughs> if we did seesaw, I'd probably go like 7%. Yeah, 7%. Barely. The bus makes it to the arena, gets you Yeah, 7%. I mean, if Auburn plays like they played Saturday against Florida, they probably get beat. I just don't see Auburn playing like that in back-to-back games. Yeah. Speaking of getting beat, man, you try to figure out college basketball. Uh, the Athletic did an interview with your boy Ken Palm, Ken Pomeroy, uh, and he says, uh, I don't know how long he's been doing this, Brown, but it's been a few decades. Yeah, enough. I mean, how much money does that guy make, you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how he makes I mean, it's yeah. a subscription service for most of his data. He gives you yeah. – I mean, he gives you the basic stuff for free, but then, you know, I, I don't know how many people subscribe. I don't. I just use the basic stuff. Yeah, but if we, he went to, like, major schools and he's like, you're not getting my stuff unless you give me $10,000, they would pay for it. Well, I'm sure there are probably schools that pay him for advanced <laughs> analytical stuff. You made, you made him sound like he was a Russian hacker. <laughs> if I went to school, you can get you can get all the stuff back But I would imagine pay me this amount of money. He's so well-respected among coaches. I would imagine that there are schools that pay him for super advanced analytical they ha- stuff. I mean, I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you notice, every time we have Oats on or Pearl, They've no almost doubt. got it like here, yeah. and they're looking at well, this yeah, is what sixty third. So it's up. it's yeah. like within their reach at all times. It's yeah. that important to them. But I do know I don't know how long he's been doing it, but I know the national championship thing we talk about goes all the way back to two thousand two. Yeah, but he says 
in his years of doing this, and it does seem like we say this every year, but never in his opinion has the field been wide as wide open as it is now to of the teams to actually have a chance to win the national championship, not to make the final four. He goes, but I mean, you just throw a dart on who you think can win it. Well, that's the thing. Like I was thinking about like a creative stake bet for us yesterday. Like, would you just take the Big Ten against the field? Or would you take the Big Ten in the SEC? And I was thinking, would I take the Big Ten in the SEC? I don't know if I would because you've still got, uh, or excuse me, the Big 12 in the SEC. You've still got UConn, Purdue, uh, Marquette. Yeah. I mean, Arizona. There are teams. I think it's nearly impossible right now to be like, I feel confident this team's going to win the national championship. Well, the most consistent teams in all the computers all year long have been Houston, Purdue, and UConn. Yep. Which are your one, top three teams right one, now? One, two, three. One, two, three. In some order or fashion, they've been one, two, three. Um, and then there's the landmine that Brown threw on Indiana State yesterday. They, you were getting blamed for it last night on well, Twitter. So. Because, you know, it is Jimmy Landmine. Now, I will point and I, out. And I do drive the show, so I guess yeah. I did have Indiana State to talk about. I will point out that there was one person on this panel that said they ain't losing this game. <laughs> Oh, that was me? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so if you want to blame anybody. Yeah, but I mean, you're a double-digit favorite at home. The first time you've been ranked since 1979. You know what How do you called? even need motivation? They, they you know, know what that that's well. called? Whoa. <laughs> they did not handle that well. They threw up on their shoes. This was a team that was 11-14 and 14 coming into their building. I'm sure it was sold out. I would think so. Like, I, I don't know how you actually you played that bad. I mean, 8 of 38 from behind the arc. Yeah, bad night to uh, uh, maybe read your press clippings. They had a little rat poison going into that one yesterday, and Indiana State uh, comes up on the wrong end. There was even an upset in the SEC last night. Freaking Vanderbilt beat Texas A&M before Texas A&M comes rolling into Tuscaloosa. And Vanderbilt's awful. And Vanderbilt's not good. Yeah, Uh, and there was nobody in the game. They entered the week 212th. Yeah. In the in the Ken Palm, it's not even like you went to a hostile environment either. I know it's a tough shooting environment and it's a weird setup because you're on the end zone benches. But it's not like there were. I saw that was actually something I saw on Twitter last night. Is some people covering that game on how bad the crowd was? Right, empty seats everywhere. It's a, you know they were talking about you know the fans are giving a Jerry Stackhouse referendum here. They're done with him. Well, yeah, and I mean he's dead man walking. I, I mean even with the win last night, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But that that was kind of the narrative. My point was, it's not like A and M walked into a hostile environment. No, they lost to a bad team in front of a bad crowd in a bad gym. And took a bad loss. You know, and they had won three consecutive games. They were playing. I mean, they dismantled Tennessee. I was going to say, the win over Tennessee, the way they won that game, has to be one of the top two or three most impressive wins in the conference this year. But Taylor and Radford were playing so well. And and it's kind of like Auburn. We talked about they haven't won in Gainesville since 1996. A&M now 2-6 and six in Memorial Gym since entering the SEC. That used to be Alabama's problem. Remember, Alabama yeah. could never win in that place. Yeah. It was the uh, Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center of the North for Alabama. They struggled <laughs> right. there for a while, too. Uh, here's the deal, though. Texas A&M loses to Vandy. Now they got to go play Alabama. And the way college basketball is right now, would you bet your life that Alabama beats Texas A&M? You think they do. But I wouldn't put anything no, on it. No, I, I no, mean, no, 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 no. There's nothing automatic in this yeah, sport. Yeah, t- uh, Wade Taylor can take a game over, and I saw the way they were playing just last Saturday against yep. Tennessee. There's no way I would. People over there asking, is Bucky going to Vanderbilt? Our man Forster says he should hold out for a better job. Vanderbilt's a good basketball job. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, nobody, Kevin Stallings yeah. had him in an elite eight. Yeah, that's been a long time. It ago. has, but I, I think I, Vanderbilt, with the way uh, the portal is now, with the way NIL is, I mean, Nashville is a great city. You can get a Vanderbilt education. All you need is one or two really good players. Here's the thing. I would take that job in a second. He's a, he's a system guy. He'll get paid well. Yeah, here's the thing. Bucky has lived his whole life in this area. And Nashville's not that far away. It's not like you're moving all the way across the country. That's right. You're going to get paid SEC money. I don't. It's a private school, so I have no idea what they're paying Stackhouse. But I know it's going to be a heck of a lot more than Martin Newton can can scrounge up to pay Bucky at Sanford. Yeah, I mean, Bucky worst and, case would be making two two and a half million dollars. Yeah, and it's I don't know. I have no clue what Bucky's making at Sanford, but that is a significant raise. Well, I mean, obviously people are going to bring it up around here. Do you think he is on a radar of but, somebody but like here's Vanderbilt? Here's why. Here's why I think Vanderbilt should have him on the radar. On a much smaller level, don't you think Bucky at Sanford deals with some of the things you have to deal with at Vanderbilt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think academics. Yeah. I think a, a lack of athleticism yeah. a little I bit. Mean, now, I mean, his system yeah. I now, think would be really good at Vanderbilt. He's in a conference where he doesn't have to play at Kentucky and play in Neville Arena and things like that. So it is different. I, I completely, you know, he does have to face Nate Oates and, and Bruce Pearl and Rick Barnes and all those people. Yeah, it's was, still a good conference, but, I mean, it's a different animal at Vandy, but I think he deals with some of the same things that he'd have to deal with at Vandy. I would tell you there have been years where Alabama, Auburn, or UAB would have uh, – They've thrown Sanford on the schedule in November or December. Yeah, you wouldn't now. You didn't see anybody try to do that this year. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, they are projected right now as a 13. They're in the 60s in Ken Palm. That's, That's what right. I said. At that, that 13 4. And I'm telling you what, if I'm a four seed and I turn that tape on, I don't like it. Yeah. You don't, you don't want them if nope. you're Alabama or Auburn. Nope. If, yeah. I'm, a, if I'm a scary four. first round game. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's our uh, overview. Our first thoughts of the day right there brought to you in part by our friends at New York Butcher Shop. They can get you ready for a big Valentine's night tonight, can't they? Yeah, you still got an opportunity to bum, do the dinner bum, bum, bum. for two at both locations in New York Butcher Shop. Rear quality, well done service. Uh, call our friend Jim. Uh, either the Cahaba Heights location, the original, the one at Greystone right there on Highway 119. Here's the package. Dinner for two tonight, two Eight ounce choice fillets, loaded twice baked potatoes, garden salad, yeast rolls, only fifty nine ninety nine. You can upgrade to Prime, just ten dollars more. Treat your special someone with their Valentine's Day special for two. Create that romantic evening at home. Call today, reserve yours. Available for pickup. Uh, again, fifty nine ninety nine. Two of the fillets, loaded twice baked potatoes, garden roll, yeast, uh, or garden salad, yeast rolls. All from our friends at the New York Butcher Shop. Hey, and listen, from all of us up here, not only to you guys, because we appreciate. Um, the things that you do for us over our time together. We're all one big family, the viewers, the listeners, and all of us, but also to our significant others, our family members on this uh, Valentine's Day, this uh, sort of uh, created day of love by uh, you know the folks who like to sell things. But in all seriousness, uh, our family members, our significant others put up with us uh, being away from home a lot um, or being at home and watching games or preparing show notes or doing Lance's lock. So from all of us up here to our family members, significant others, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us live our dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got big Valentine's plays? plays? Uh, yeah. Little T and I are heading to Auburn tonight for that big uh, that big 11 versus 13 showdown. But if they're up 30 at half, you can leave, right? Well, Mag, it's a work night for Maggie, too. I didn't know that either. What's she doing? I a forgot. funeral? No, it's uh, Ash, Ash Wednesday. So uh, they Ash go all night on Ash Wednesday? Yeah, well, we got Ash Wednesday services tonight. Yeah. What time? Yeah, uh, I think it's either 6 or 7. 
Yeah, me and Rocky will be at uh, Trivia, and we'll see people come in every year. Yeah. Something on your head. Yeah, I know. The first time I see somebody, uh, it takes me a minute to remember it's Ash Wednesday. Yeah, so it's a uh, a working night for Maggie. I was was reading uh, a little thing this morning, and it was talking about Ash Wednesday, and it was talking about giving up the things you love for 40 days, and I thought about you because you don't love alcohol. So I really think, just my opinion, the bread is big, but I think golf would be big for you. But... For those 40 days are like really good golf days. I played yesterday in horrible wet conditions. No, but I'm just saying muscled, if you're giving... Muscled out of 42 on the like front this nine. would be like, <laughs> I'm going to give up cucumbers. You are? No, uh, I'm just saying that's like you giving up I alcohol. love cucumbers. But alcohol on the golf course, first of all, I had a birdie yesterday, and I was able to take my shot of birdie juice. Were you playing by yourself? Uh, no, no, I had a, a group out there. Uh, and, you know, I won't be able for the next 40 days... To do uh, birdie shots. Are I'm, you, I'm uh, saying you're not giving up something you like. Well, I think he is if he gives up bread. I no, mean, bread, me. yeah, 100%. Yeah, I thought that's what you were giving yeah. up. Alcohol and bread, yeah. Oh, so both? Yeah. Okay. Alcohol and bread. I mean, I think God's the one that has to approve this, not me, but yeah. I approve. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that, uh, I don't know what day Easter is, but there's a chance we're at a music festival. It's for called four days. Uh, March 31st. Somebody's birthday up here is Easter. Is Easter this year? Yeah. March 31st. Oh. Yeah, I'm just okay. saying, like, uh, so, I would so I would never give up something that I don't really care about because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Really no, don't that care seems about like alcohol. It seems I, like you're gaming the system. Yeah. I yeah. drink alcohol a lot. No, you don't. Not compared to you. But no, but I'm saying, like, Super Bowl, you came over. don't. No, you had one beer at the Super Bowl. I did have one beer at the Super yeah, Bowl. So you don't like drinking alcohol. Well, I don't know why we're discussing this. You're giving up bread. No, and I alcohol, think, yes. Well, I mean, no, but I'm saying that's why, like, the bread is a big deal. The alcohol is... I mean, it's never enough for you, man. Never, 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 enough. never. I'm glad my Lord and Savior is more forgiving than you. <laughs> when we come back, more college football right here on the next round. Follow the next round on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Next Round Live. Legacy Credit Union has the ultimate game changer for your finances. With engaged checking, you can earn 3% APY on balances up to $15,000. You heard correctly, 3% APY. But it's not just about scoring with high yields. With engaged checking, you can get paid up to two days early. That means your paycheck, Social Security, tax refund, you name it, you get it early. So stop sitting on the sidelines and get in the game with engaged checking. Sign up today at LegacyCreditUnion.com or visit any nine Greater Birmingham area branches. APY is annual percentage yield. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Hey, Ryan Brown here from the next round. Do you want to help pay for my kid's college and look great while you're doing it? You need to go to the next round store. Everything from hats to short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, zip up hoodies, and much more. And we're adding new things all the time. Why would you not want to see my kids get a great college education and look great out in the public while you're doing it? Get the gear we wear all the time on the show. And there's only one place to get it. Next round dot store. That's next round dot store. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205 542 
3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Remember the name Way to Wellness if you're battling weight loss in your life. I'm Jim Dunaway from the next round. There was a time I was over 216 pounds until Way to Wellness helped me lose 45 pounds. And now for over two years, they've helped me keep that weight off. Here's their website, aplanforme.com, aplanforme.com. That's a great name for a website because there's no cookie cutter plan. Everything is designed specifically for you. No contract, no sign-up fees, and your first consultation is free at Way to Wellness. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. Start your day online with our website, nextroundlive.com, the latest videos, podcasts, and college football stories. It's also a great way to stream the show or shop in the Next Round store. Stay connected by visiting nextroundlive.com. That's nextroundlive.com. Back with you on the next round. Hey, last night as well, didn't mention this, but another top 10 team lost on the road. Syracuse upset North Carolina. Uh, Judah was a lion last night. Judah Mintz, big night from him as uh, they knocked him down 86-79. And Kentucky got back in winning ways. They finally won at Rupp. They beat Ole Miss. Here's John Calipari after the win last night up in Lexington. In the NCAA tournament, you can't score 65, 63, 62. You can maybe in one game, but you'll get beat. You've got to be able to score points. We can do it. You've got to have a player that can go off in a game so you can advance. We have a couple of those. You can't be a high turnover team because the team you're going to play, they're in the NCAA tournament, they're going to be a low turnover team. We're a low turnover team. The issue is, will we be physical enough? So if we get those things squared away, The hardest thing to be is what we already are. If we don't get more physical when we play, if we don't improve our defense, if we don't come up with 50-50 balls, tough rebounds, then it doesn't matter, this over here. But this over here is the hard thing. All the stuff I told you right there, what kind of skill does that take? No skill. Do you want it or not? What about this stuff over here? Ooh, that takes skill. <laughs> and, you know. Wow. Well, I think he went to the testicle yeah, I believe he did, yes. After he said it like a mob, that takes skill. Boy, I, uh, I can't believe he's got to sell himself and his team on this. Look, they're really good offensively, and he's right. I mean, traditionally, if you've got an offense that's going to be scoring 65 points, you're not going to win a lot of tournament games. But Kentucky is a team that can score a lot of points. Their defense has been awful, but last night, Ole Miss, I mean, they, they just, I mean, they couldn't hit shots. Five of 22 behind the arc. They missed their free throws, 10 of 18 from the stripe. And Kentucky got a much needed win. And he's talking about go to guys. I mean, Antonio Reeves is really good. Reed Shepard back on the bench last night, really, really good. Those are guys that can take games over. Now, the good news for Kentucky, I don't know about you guys, everybody seems to have written them off as a team that can make a deep run in this tournament. And that's just the opposite of how they go, go into the tournament usually. Yep. Usually it's like, 
damn, this Kentucky team could win the whole thing. And this is the year where people are like, ah, they're probably going to be like a seven, six or seven yeah, seed. Yeah, I was just looking, Lance, they're 24th in the net, so that puts you in the six or seven yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. But but who does he sound like? Um, well, he said it like a mobster. No, but I mean, you got to... Oh. We got to play better defense. We got to be more physical. Better well, defense. Nate Oates. Nate Oates. Nate Oates. Yeah, same thing. they're in the same boat. Yeah. They're really good offensive teams that just aren't good enough defensively. Yeah, I just feel like Alabama is a better offensive team. I don't think that's there's why. Any doubt. That's why. Uh, what would you put a total on the Alabama at Kentucky game? Right oh, now? I said this. Where did I say this? Were we doing the show? I don't know. I, I think thought, you mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. think this total is going to be one sixty nine. 155? Yeah. Well, like I was looking, South Carolina and yeah, that's Auburn. A, that's a high total. South Carolina and Auburn tonight is 137.5 at Neville. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at Arkansas is 151.5. Tennessee yeah. at Arkansas. Yeah. Was, it, was it Ole Miss, Kentucky? Was it 162 last night? I don't think it was that high. Or was that Oklahoma, Baylor? That was 162. Somebody was 162 last night. I almost played it at mybookie.ag. I just hit little chalk parlay, taking Kentucky giving points, taking Baylor giving points. How'd you do there? Uh, I won that one. Yeah, I won way. that one. Baylor easily over. I, mean, I was just wondering. So you think there'll be a ton of points there? I do. I think it'll be a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, there should be. But I mean, one fifty-five is a, a high total, big number there. Hey, Woodhouse Day Spa. Here we go, guys. We're down to the final few seconds. So you you went to work today, and you said to yourself, "Crap, it's Valentine's Crap. Day." Crap, Valentine's Day. When I get home tonight, my wife's probably going to have something cooked up for me. Mm-hmm. I need to come home with something. What can you come home with, LT? Uh, you can do a great gift card from our friends at Woodhouse Day Spa. So simple. Go to Birmingham.WoodhouseSpas.com. That's Birmingham.WoodhouseSpas.com. You can order the gift card online. They will shoot it over to you. You can print it out. Take it to her. She's going to absolutely love it because she can choose herself from a menu of over 70 options, including massages, body treatment, skin care, waxing, nail services, Woodhouse Day Spa, voted America's Best Day Spa since 2009. Again, order that special person gift 24-7 online, Birmingham.WoodhouseSpas.com, or stop in to the Summit Shopping Centers. Tell Stuart and the fine folks the next round sent you. Uh, Lance'sLock.com. He has all of the plays for you every day. He's got a free play every day. Follow us on social media. Follow Lance'sLock.com on social media. What a game last night, by the way. What'd you hit? Uh, we had New Mexico. Uh, late night. Yeah, CBS, Sports Network. They were playing a red-hot Nevada team. They end up winning the game 83-82. Uh, a lot of drama in that one. We were catching one and a half. That was your free play last night. That was part of a uh, five-team parlay I had in New Mexico in that one. Did not hit the five-team parlay, or Brown. Cause, oh, uh, Jim. Cause I, uh, so you had a two-team and a five-team? Yes. It's a two-teamer. <laughs> missed the five-teamer. The only game I missed on that one uh-huh. was I had Oklahoma in the points on the other side of the two-team parlay where I had Baylor. So you were hedging bets. I was hedging bets. Were you bets. a net positive last night? What now? Was, were you a net positive? Yeah. Okay. By six dollars. Six dollars. A lot of effort for six bucks. It's a win. It's going in the right direction there. Uh, Let's do a little football right here. Uh, FanDuel uh, sent out uh, their win totals this week. And on three sports built this cool graphic of the SEC win totals. I just want to get y'all's reaction to college football win totals. Um, Let's start at the top and work our way to the bottom. Uh, Two teams, and one of them not Alabama, with ten and a half on the win totals. It's Georgia and it's Texas. How are you feeling on Georgia and Texas 
over 10.5 regular season win totals or under Georgia and Texas? Uh, I would play, again, we got to go back through the schedules. I probably would play the over with Georgia, and I think I would play the under with Texas. Hey, Texas is really going to roll into this league year one and go 11 and 1. That is hard to believe. I'm I mean, that would be that. an embarrassment for the rest of the SEC. But 10 and 2. Is a is likely a playoff team? Oh yeah! Oh no yeah. no no! I think Texas will make the playoffs. Yeah, can you give me can you give me the Texas schedule? I got it okay. right here. Um, and Forrester usually backs that up with a graphic as well. So what do, what do we have? Well, Brownie? you got Colorado State at Michigan, UTSA, ULM at a conference. I think they win all of those. You got yeah. you got Mississippi State at home. Now at Michigan will be tricky, but I think they win that game. Yeah, uh, by week to start October, and then your All State Red River rivalry. They're in the Cotton Bowl against Oklahoma. I mean, I think they're probably undefeated going into the Georgia game. Saturday, October 19th will be the biggest game in the nation that day. Number one, Georgia, or number one right now, Georgia, coming to Darrell K. Royal. It's after Georgia has played Alabama. Um, you're at Vandy by week, host Florida, at Arkansas, host Kentucky, at A&M. Lance, that is a favorable schedule. It's a favorable schedule, but how Texas and Sarkeesian would it be if you're 9-2 and two going into the A&M game? And it's whether or not you win that game to get to a college football playoff. It's yeah. kind of hard for me to find that second loss. That said, Oklahoma did beat them just this past year. Yeah. They did. So, but to LT's point and your point, Brownie, they would have to lose a game that they're not expected to lose to go under that 10.5 win total. While we are talking yeah, but, And real quick, though, Chris points this out in the chat, and this is so true. Sarkeesian's won 10 games one time yeah. in his head coaching career, and that was last year. What are the chances he does it back-to-back years? Uh, while we're talking Texas and Texas A&M here, Chris Del, Del Conte talking to our guy Chip Brown about the future of the Texas-Texas A&M rivalry. Yeah, he was asked at a symposium. Uh, I say symposium. I don't really know if that's what it was. It was some sort of thing for like boosters and whatnot. You know, will we play Texas A&M every year? And his answer was yes. In fact, we hope to uh, move it to a Thursday night game. Move that back to Thanksgiving so, night. Yeah, there are a lot of people that are saying that it is the hope of at least Texas, if not Texas and Texas A&M, to get the Thanksgiving night date back and the Egg Bowl get bumped elsewhere. Yeah, that, that, That's for those that don't remember, and it has been a while, that series ended with them playing on Thanksgiving night. It did, and that was a tradition for them back in the day. And then when that rivalry stopped happening, uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State took over Thanksgiving night. You do a lot of media in Mississippi. Do you think the Mississippi folks would want to move off Thanksgiving night? Yeah, they hate it. Do they yeah. really? Well, you know, I mean, um, I would hate it. I, I mean, mean, it's media people I hear say they hate it. And I, media people and fans are different, obviously. Yeah. The media views views it as a work day. The fans views it, view it as a fun day. But my goodness, if you're Lane Kiffin and Lebby right now, Jeff Lebby, I mean, that's, that is national exposure that usually Mississippi State and Ole Miss don't get. Yeah, but that's typically a, a game that's irrelevant. I think A&M and Texas moving forward is going to be a irrelevant game. Uh, to me, it would be, make much more sense to have Texas, Texas, A&M. Okay, you're talking TV partners. I was talking about well, Ole Miss I, and Mississippi State's coaches. No, I, I would want that, but if I'm want a, that Thanksgiving night. But if I'm a fan, I don't want to do Thanksgiving. Like, Thanksgiving's already a break for me. I'm hanging out with my friends and family. That's a getaway day. I don't want to compact and have all of this stuff going on. I would rather my team, you know, if they play like kind of a novelty every five, ten years, sure, every year would wear you out. Yeah, but, if, I, but if I'm a coach at Ole Miss and Mississippi State, I don't get that platform any other time. That is a big game. It'll be a big loss for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. The guys who run the programs, the, that program. I don't think Ole Miss needs it right now. I mean, they've got a lot of exposure, right? They don't, they don't get a standalone college football game ever, ever. 
Well, I mean, how many schools do? That's my point. That's an old Miss advertising right there in Mississippi State as well. Uh, that being said, if I'm a TV partner, give me Texas, Texas A&M over Ole Miss. Yeah, not even State. close. Yeah, I think as a fan, I'd, I don't, I've liked the Egg Bowl, but there again, A&M and Texas is going to be so much fun when they revive that. I wonder if they keep two games on Thanksgiving night. How would they do that? One on ESPN, one, one on, on ABC. SEC Network, no, one but on ESPN, ESPN2. I mean, the one only, on ABC, one on ESPN. I was going to say, you could really name your window on Thanksgiving. The problem is you're going up against the NFL and you're getting smoked. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't. I don't think you would go. I think you'd have to go doubleheader. I don't think you would play an early game, late game, a day game, night game. But you do that four seven thirty. But that is a doubleheader. You mean two at the same time? No, you'd go head to head. You wouldn't play a doubleheader. You wouldn't play back to backs. Yeah, both college games going at the same time, head to head. Yes, yeah, you yeah, would exactly. go head to head. Yes, yeah. uh, you would not. You would not play two games. I don't think because I mean you got to remember that late Fox game. What, how late does it end? Or the, the late? Well, it's a seven game. o'clock kick. No, 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 the late, the afternoon game. Oh, the afternoon game's 3.30, so 7 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, and there, there's 40 million people watching that game. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. There's not a window. There really uh, isn't. That you can play um, on Thanksgiving yeah. that you're not against the NFL. But they want to do it. So I just wonder how many college games will be there. You just wonder, does, does Fox want to lead their NFL audience into a Big Ten game someday? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. I mean... Um, I mean, you can only dodge the NFL so many times. Well, and the NFL continues to take uh, take real estate, so yeah, it'd be, it's becoming increasingly difficult to dodge them. That's yeah, right. Black Friday has become an NFL day now. Yeah. And, but as know, we learned, they can't play a night game then. But I remember, I think it was as For early now. as 10 a.m. Correct me if I'm wrong, Texas and Texas A&M on Black Friday. For a couple of years. Maybe so. I do remember a 10 a.m. East Coast game starting, I thought. But it could have been yeah, Texas, Texas A&M on I, I Black Friday. I think it was 10 a.m. Yeah. I don't remember it being that early. I, I but I, I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't remember it being that early. Um, but that the Black Friday is a big day as well. But also now a day game for the NFL on Black Friday, uh, but streaming only, so that does help you out a little bit for the time being. All right, more of those FanDuel win totals from the SEC, including Alabama at nine and a half. When we come back, the show being brought to you by our friends at Gutter Camp, a wonderful way to add value to your home. Uh, maybe. The most inexpensive way to add major value to your home is with our friends at Gutter Camp. Yeah, look, uh, the last thing you want to do after a long week at work is clean the dirty, dangerous gutters. You get on the roof, you slip, you fall, you snap the neck and die. You're no good to the wife or kids. Cap it, don't snap it. Call our good friend Chris Stewart. Tell him the next round sent you, 205-823-2212. He will come out. They'll put on that patented aluminum cover system. It fits over most existing gutters. You will never clean debris out. It will keep everything clean. Uh, free and clean and free flowing. The answer is our friends at Guttercap. 205-823-2212 or guttercapbirmingham.com. Take the next round anywhere you go with official Next Round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. 
Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. Make sure to start your day at nextroundlive.com. Get caught up on the latest podcasts and videos from the live daily show, plus specialty shows such as the Mystery Fifth Hour. You can also learn more about the whole staff at Double Down Media, find all of our social media feeds, see the latest videos from our YouTube channel and gaming channel, plus find other ways to consume the show like the Next Round mobile app, which you can download direct from the site via your iOS and Android device. Make nextroundlive.com your homepage and stay up to date with everything from us here at the Next Round. G. Kerbo over in the chat room. The free lock has been on fire the last week. Six and one since last Tuesday, G. Kerbo says. Yeah, try us out. Lance'slock.com. Free play every single day. Is John, that number accurate? Is he right? Uh, Six and it one? sounds right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, How about yeah, that? Sounds like G. Kerbo should know, like he's playing the free lock. Lance'slock.com. Like uh, our friends at JohnsonRVCenter.com bringing you our conversation about uh, uh, fan duels, win totals that are out there for college football coming up. Uh, for next year. I-65 exit 304 in Coleman is the Coleman location of Johnston RV Center. You could see them in Decatur as well. I-65 exit 304 in Coleman, 334 in Decatur. But uh, well, I want to focus on the Coleman store right now because the uh, RV show with the BJCC is coming up not this weekend, but next weekend. We'll be down there next Saturday uh, with a live show with our friends from Johnston RV. But you can get RV show pricing all month long there on the Coleman lot. And in fact, you can RSVP and get even better savings. If you RSVP by going to nextroundlive or johnstonrvcenter.com slash TNR, johnstonrvcenter.com slash TNR, uh, you can get up to $1,000 in extra incentive. So you're already going to get great RV show low pricing and up to $1,000 in extra incentive just by sending in an RSVP. 
JohnstonRVCenter.com slash TNR. I-65 exit 304 in Coleman. That's the store I'm talking about. You can also see them at the 334 exit there in Decatur. And always online, JohnstonRVCenter.com. All right. So back to the wind totals from FanDuel. Forrester has the graphic uh, uh, ready to go and pulled up for us here. You're talking about uh, two double-digit wind totals. And then we get to a host of teams, one, two, three, four, where your win total is nine and a half. That includes Alabama. Your gut feeling on Alabama right now, guys, at nine and a half. In the past, if you got a nine and a half win total oh, on Alabama, you sprint to the window. You jumped on <laughs> yes. that. Yeah, I mean, you've won for 16 consecutive years yeah. if you take the over nine and a half. Uh, it is interesting that they have moved this down basically a full game under Kalen DeBoer. The schedule is difficult next year, but I would lean. This number is right on it, and I've said this before. Ten or more wins, Alabama fans are going to be, I like where we are right now. This Caleb DeBoer guy did a pretty good job in year one. Nine or less, people are going to be like, what the hell is going on? Time for a change. I would lean ten and two. At Tennessee, at LSU, at Oklahoma, those are tough road games. I mean, those are tough road games. That's, that's, that's a difficult road schedule when you've got to go to Tennessee uh, Oklahoma and LSU, and then you add Georgia at home. Obviously, the Iron Bowl is in Tuscaloosa. Um, you've got a road trip. I mean, I'll throw Wisconsin in there. At Wisconsin, at Tennessee, at LSU, at Oklahoma. I'm not sure many teams are going to have a tougher road schedule. Well, yeah, it's a tough road schedule, but I would say, and I'm taking the Iron Bowl out of the equation this year just because it's in Tuscaloosa, but when you look at Georgia at home and you look at those three road games, if they go 2-2, two and two, you get your over 9.5, and, and they probably get to a college you football know, playoff. It's interesting you said what you said there because the Tuscaloosa Iron Bowls were a given under Nick Saban, pretty much. I mean, you had the cam back. Other than that, the Tuscaloosa Iron Bowls were blowouts a lot under Nick Saban. So we're programmed to say that. Well, the Iron Bowls in Tuscaloosa, Alabama doesn't really have to worry about that game. I mean, there's no guarantee. I guess that translates over to the no, DeBoer staff. But I, can you imagine if DeBoer loses his first oh, Iron Bowl no, in Tuscaloosa? That is not going to go And well. if this is a A&M Texas scenario that I just painted, if Alabama is 9-2 and two going into that game, Auburn beats Alabama, and Alabama is out of the college football playoff, because they lose their first Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa under Kalen oh, DeBoer. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's things nightmares are made of if you're the Kalen DeBoer staff over there. Um, tough schedule. Nine and a half is the win total from FanDuel there. Nine and a half for LSU. Feels like a nine and three year to me for LSU, but nine and a half. Nine and a half for Missouri. Feels like a nine and three or less year for me there. Just Not, because there's going to be expectation now. Right. Like we, I don't think we've ever – I say that. Going back to Gary Pinkle, after going and playing for the SEC championship in 13, they were able to – not as good of a team, but go back to Atlanta the very next year. But we haven't I, seen this expectation under Drinkwitz. I would like to remind everyone, though, as we talk about Missouri all off season, we will frequently go back to their schedule and say, ah, it feels like a 9-3 team until I look at their schedule. It is a it is a layup out of conference schedule. Layup out of conference, but now in conference, they're not padded by all Eastern Division teams. Now it's still a fairly favorable is about as well, favorable. Give me as the games, and anymore. I'll tell you where they're going to be underdogs. Um, well, they're not going to be an underdog out of conference, so I won't waste time okay. there. At Texas A and M, they will be an underdog. Uh, Auburn at home, they will be favored. At Alabama, they will be an underdog. Oklahoma at home, they will be favored. At South Carolina. They will be favored. At Mississippi State, they will be favored. Hosting Arkansas, 
They will be favorites. I mean, they're looking to be dogs. That's, in two that's, games. that's what I'm saying. Every time we talk about Missouri, we go back to that schedule and say that's a pretty favorable conference schedule there. It is, and a really weak out of conference. Uh, Missouri's historically known for never losing a game they're not supposed to lose. Though, right? <laughs> Again, they haven't been in the spot, so no. I, I really don't know what to expect. I don't either. Uh, and then there was one more. Um, when you when you talk about uh, the win total there, it was Ole Miss at nine and a half. And when you look at the when you look at that schedule. Yeah, how is their schedule? I yeah, forgot. A little tougher, right? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think you could almost say everybody's it's a blanket statement in the Southeastern Conference. Everybody's schedule gets tougher. But you just um, said that there's not going to be only one top ten possibly on Penn State and James Franklin's that schedule. That is correct. Yeah. But at LSU, Oklahoma, um, Georgia, at Florida. That's four, four interesting games. So LSU, good chance they're a top ten. Georgia definitely. Yeah. yeah, probably only two, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where are we on Oklahoma? If you go back to the win totals here, Tennessee's at eight and a half. Oklahoma's not up in the top tier in the conversation for. I think uh, Venables did as good or better than any second year coach based on expectations. Six and seven. A lot of people believe that this game, this job was too big for him. And the way they bounce back, very impressive, beating Texas as well. I guess it depends. Jackson Arnold must be the real deal. There's no way Dylan Gabriel is going to take off if he was going to be the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. At least I don't believe that. They have the same win total as Auburn. Seven and a half, Oklahoma does. Somebody said that in the chat room yesterday. They were a day ahead of us on these FanDuel uh, win totals. And ask Lance, like, Lance, Oklahoma at seven and a half seems like easy money on the over. They do go to Jordan-Hare. Oklahoma at Auburn. No, I, I think it might be, I think it might be seven and five. You think they could be seven and five? I do. I mean, Woo! you think, well, here's, if we're just going by games are going to be dogs in. I mean, first of all, Houston, Tulane, and Tennessee are tough. They're going to be favorites in all those. They're going to be dog against Auburn. They're going to be a dog against Texas. They're going to be dog at Ole Miss. They're going to be a dog at Missouri, and they'll be dog against Alabama. That's where you get to seven and a half total. Yeah. And a dog at LSU to end the year. Look at it. That is one of the more difficult schedules I've seen. Yeah, they, Florida's probably the most difficult, but that one is right there. Yeah, their first year in the conference. That's that's Damn. a that's an SEC dose they're getting right there, year one. Well, those they? are out of conference games you don't want. You get nothing by beating Houston or Tulane. Yeah. A uh, little fan duel uh, discussion there on their win totals as we are now just one hundred and ninety-two days away from week zero of college football. But we continue the conversation with Josh Pate coming up on the other side. The show being brought to you by our friends at Hempill Services. They've been a proud sponsor of this first hour of the show today. Tell us about Hempill. Yeah, great guys. Unfortunately, I have to make that call too many times. 205-229-2090. Adam, Chad, Andrew. The guys at Hempill Services, make sure you tell them the next round sent you. Make sure the HVAC unit ready to keep up with this changing weather. 205-229-2090. Hard to stop a train or HempillServices.com. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923.